everybody. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Nerded and Learning. This is an MMA episode for UFC 241 weigh-ins. Alright. Oh, man. I think it's almost time. Time for the weigh-ins. Um, that's right. This is Nerding and Learning. Uh, this is the podcast. Not just the brand, but the podcast. Alright. So, as you know, UFC 241. It is a pretty stacked card. Uh, I'm definitely a little more excited for the main main event, co-main, and I think um, the first few fights of the main of the main card. I think, but some of them, uh, it's not a sleeper, but. The card's definitely not a sleeper, uh, but some of the fights I'm not too sure of because some of these people I don't know. Like the early prelims, um, it seems like a, a decent matchup between Sabina Matzo, the Colombian Queen, and Shannon Dobson, uh, nicknamed Danger. That seems like a decent matchup. Young Ho Kong, Kang Kong, I'm not really sure, K-E-N-G, uh, Mr. Perfect and Brandon Davis. Uh, that fight is actually pretty evenly matched, and still on the early prelims, Hannah Cyphers versus Jody Esquibel, and then we're into the prelims, Manny Bermudez versus Casey Kenny, and Manny Bermudez is, is, is still undefeated in uh, as as pro fighter, so we're definitely gonna see some uh, that, that don't blink that'll one be over quick, because uh, Casey Kenny is, is twelve one and one no contest. So again, don't blink. Next fight is Drakkar, excuse me, Drakkar Close versus Christos Giagos. That fight, it's I think it's it's a, a great matchup because with the record of seventeen and seven uh, for Giagos and Close's ten one one, they they definitely uh, they have great defense and they can land strikes and have a so- solid um, solid takedown capability. And, and I think, uh, again, don't, don't blink. Don't blink. This is an Anaheim card, man. This shit's going to be magic. And Rafael Asuncel, uh number three in the Bantamweight division, versus Corey Sanhagen, number nine. Uh, that's fight. I really want to see Sanhagen do some magic because that guy can, is so flexible. I don't know if you saw his uh, few, couple fights ago. Uh, he's so flexible that his arm can bend the other way, and he came back to get the to get the V. You know, he he got the victory. I uh, don't mean a female part. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Devonte Smith versus Kama Worthy. Uh, I I like Devonte. Uh, his nickname was Keen the Cage, and I like uh, Kama Worthy. I've seen both of them fight for quite uh, a few times actually, and. I think I saw Kamal Worthy's fight. I could be wrong here. I could definitely have mixed up with someone else. Uh, I think it was Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. And it looks like uh, Devontae Smith, his stats, he's, he's, pretty, he's fairly accurate. His defense is amazing. And his takedown accuracy is 100%. Because he, he, can, he can explode, but also navigate. Uh, went on the ground so that way he can not get submitted and be able to survive and dominate 
that takes us to the main card. Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinisch, the Hurricane. Uh, that's Derek Brunson's number eight, and Ian Heinisch is number ten in the middleweight division. Don't blank. Do not blank. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Just be sure to watch it. Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Youssef. Uh, Gabriel Benitez is a veteran, 21-7-0, a veteran at featherweight specifically, and Sadiq Youssef is 9-1-0. And, and then for the co-main, sorry, uh, third fight, excuse me, Yoel, the soldier of God Romero, ranked at number two in middleweight, uh, is going to be fighting the eraser, Paulo Costa. I am ecstatic for this fight. I'm really, really pumped up, and I definitely think uh, Yoel is going to deliver. Hold on one second. Uh, Yoel is going to deliver, and so is Paulo. Don't blink. That fight will be over uh, very, 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 very fucking quickly. Uh, so definitely be sure to get your bets in uh, at BetDSI. <laughs> what is this, a punch trunk at? Uh, and then we have Anthony Pettis uh, versus the, you know, Stockton Zone, Nate Diaz. Uh, it's going to be great. Middle, uh, uh, Walter Waite. Now, this is uh, the weights the on here. No, they're wrong. They're uh, Either way, they're both, they're both veterans, man. And I think what the fans are gonna get is that they're they're we're gonna get sorry excuse me we're gonna get Stockton's own dude doing the damn thing fucking shit up and more importantly crushing they're gonna crush each other they're gonna rearrange each other's faces or someone's gonna go to sleep or both and then we have the main event of the evening uh, Dana Cormier versus Stipe Miocic and this fight I'm very excited for I'm very excited that my anniversary is the next day and that uh, two two of my favorite heavyweights are going to be going ahead and, and going at it and more importantly destroying each other and it's going to be bloody it's going to be tactical and I think we're going to see uh, the, the best camp and the best research is going to win out uh, I'll be back in a moment after the weigh-ins. Wow. All right. Those weigh-ins were awesome. Uh, it made me feel a little more differently about some of the fights, and I definitely want to go ahead and address those right now. It's still very fresh in my mind. I took some notes, but not a ton because I'd rather be able to pay attention or you know, watch or actually be able to cover the event well as opposed to poorly. Um, let's go ahead. I'm going to go and pull up the card again, but here's some, here's some opening thoughts that I have. I was glad that Joe was calling the weigh-ins, of course, because Joe is kind of one of the official voices of UFC specifically as an organization. And I did like the pace. They're never too long, and they're always fun to check out. Uh, let's take it from the top. And Sabina Matzo, uh, Shanna Dobson. I definitely think that might go the distance, unless you can go ahead and uh, get that submission or get land a tight knee 
rather a, a good knee or an elbow because uh, uh, striking strength when you know when you're small like that and just a small individual it's kind of difficult to generate the power and the and accelerate mass so that way you can knock someone the F out. Uh, Kyung Ho Kang and Brandon Davis, that's gonna that's gonna be over quickly. Probably by knockout. Hannah Cyphers and Jody Escabel, that win made me nervous. Cyphers looked off. Just didn't look right. And I was, and I, I wonder if there's something else going on because you, you never know. Fighters, a lot of fighters dedicate fights to their people that they lost, you know, or uh, someone suffering from some kind of cancer or something that's truly debilitating and actually awful. And so it's, maybe there's something going on there, but I think that fight is going to be interesting to cover because there might be something more to the story and Manny Bermudez versus Casey Kenny that's going to be a quick one too Christos Giagos and Drakkar Close that's going to be a lot of fun because they got in each other's faces pretty good so I definitely think uh, with uh, Christos Giagos record 17 and 7 uh, it's going to be a, a slugfest uh, maybe a phone booth fight and if it goes to the ground there's going to be mean mean ground and pounds all the way around so that's going to be a fuck ton of fun. Then next, Rafael Asuncao versus Corey Sanhagen. I am hyped up on this fight because Corey Sanhagen looks so unassuming that you don't really know what to think uh, when you might be studying him, looking at the tape, and trying to develop the path to or multiple paths to victory or maybe set a trap that you can have Corey be confident in and then really fuck with his head. Next thing you know, boom, you got the finish. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, what, what I do, hold on, I don't want to move on too quickly. Oops. Uh, Rafael Asuncao looks great. That dude is optimized. He looks like he's in peak physical condition. And his weight cut, it apparently didn't take that much out of him so i think we're looking at a really a really well developed Rafael asuncao and Corey sanhagen as well so let's go ahead and move on to Devonte smith versus comma worthy i got Devonte for sure but seeing them weigh in and how pumped up they were to be uh the feature bout on the espn prelims that's a, that's a great way to make yourself accessible to multiple markets and also maybe get some attention because not everyone's going to purchase the pay-per-view, right? Because f reasons. And what's great about uh, the, the, these two fighters considering their stats, there are no stats for Kama Worthy currently for some reason. So it, there, there is some mystery, unless, unless you're going to do a Google search, which I'll do one of those right now because I should probably already have done it. Let's see. Come over the highlights. Uh, the Death Star is his nickname, and I love that. Uh, trying to see his record. Let's see. Record. 
number of fights won, lost, and no contest is not really much, but thank you to Tapology. Uh, they, they have a, a lot of great content, so I definitely suggest checking them out. He's 32. He's shit. He's my age. God damn, he's actually a little older. He'll be 33 in October. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, let's see. He's on a five-fight uh, five win streak. Last fight was July 27th. Holy shit. Damn, he was drafted. So this guy is good. Oh, shit. You know what? Punch his chance. That fight is a punch his chance. So congratulations on a great matchup to Mick Maynard, Sean Shelby, and Dana White. Uh, when we move to the pay-per-view. View, view. Uh, Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinish. They were talking some shit, and they're both pretty jacked. Well, they're both really jacked. Uh, I'm not sure whose cardio is better, but I do think it's going to be over quickly, and whoever's chin is better might be able to endure more punishment than the other and be able to get a counter or knee, elbow, ground a pound, maybe even a submission. But I won't be surprised if it's over round one or two. I definitely don't think it'll go the distance. I might be wrong. Next fight, Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Yusuf. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this one because they, they were both professional and they are in such incredible shape that it's this one is, again, a punch's chance. And then uh, we have Yoel Romero versus Paulo Cost again. And after seeing the weigh-ins and how insane of shape these two cats are in, I do not know. I don't know what to think. Uh, I might be in the Matrix. Because <laughs> how do these guys exist in that weight class? It feels impossible to be that optimized and, and that fully developed in every capacity that this fight, I think, uh, if the main event is, is not exciting, everyone will be talking about this. So that's going to be great. And if Yoel Romero wins, I love to see him fight Johnny Bones Joe. And then Anthony Pettis, Nate Diaz. That's going to be a scrapper. Oh, it's going to be bloody. Uh, after the weigh-in and kind of getting the audience's reactions, uh, what I did notice was, unfortunately, um, people were booing. I'm not a big booer because I'm not the one stepping into the octagon. It's kind of rude. And it's a little short-sighted. You could be nice. But unfortunately, uh, you know, not, uh, not all audiences can be great. Uh, what I did like is that they, you know, these cats are veterans. And Nate Diaz hasn't fought three years because he was, you know, he can choose. He's Nate freaking Diaz, dude. He can do whatever he wants. I mean, f with the UFC, you know, he, he lit up a, a, a CBD blunt or joint at the open workouts at the end to uh, promote his CBD company. I mean, how, how many other people are doing that? Not many. 
but really how I, I feel about this fight and how I'd like to see it go is as long as it can because these two fighters deliver every time Anthony Pettis puts you know his, his name is Showtime for a reason right and I think that's going to be a lot of fun because not only are these two individuals so well versed in martial arts but they really know how to put on a performance and make you not forget that you saw that fight live and that's how I feel about that fight. Now, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. I have a few thoughts. I have a few feelings. Uh, more importantly, I have a few ideas of how it can go if uh, for one or the other, or maybe a no contest. Who knows? Maybe there will be a disqualification. You know, I, I've seen crazier things. Shit. Uh, but what I what I do like about uh, this fight the most is the rematch comes at a time when uh, America America kind of needs this. This country needs to all be able to enjoy a good old fashioned uh, combat sport and no and and have no one try to be. I mean, you're, they're competing for a title, sure, but no one's really better than anyone else. And I think that is uh, one of the more important qual qualities of this particular fight, of that particular uh, matchup. Sorry, I had to come in at an awkward time. Um, really what I think I want to see the most with, with this matchup is... I just want to know that no one's gonna go crazy one way or the other. Not not the opponents, not 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 the who's actually competing for the title, but uh, the news that trends afterwards. You know, it can be really toxic, and then the whole sport gets kind of marred by just people being generally not cool. And I think that's half the problem with a lot of sports these days is that people kind of suck. And we all overreact or, or uh, let's not say overreact. Uh, there, there are reactions that occur that may not be favorable. And that's up to the individual how to, how to measure uh, rea reaction and overreaction. I'll leave that up to you. But what I will say is there's... My wife and I have such a great time when there's really, really good fights because I got her into mixed martial arts as she got me into wine, right? And the, the world of wine is, man, it, it is, I don't want to say intellectual, but there's a lot of information that can come, uh, can be communicated in an over-intellectual capacity and make someone look snobby. So being a wine communicator is a, is a much better way to go and it certainly worked out for me better because uh, I got to explain mixed martial arts or just martial arts or combat sports boxing uh, even wrestling even sports you just you know like ice hockey I, I get to communicate about these uh, particular sports in a capacity that doesn't come across off the what 
across it doesn't come across as uh, pretentious snobby uh, unlikable is I, su I suppose uh, what I'm getting at and I think what's going to be what I think it's going to be the most fun watching it with her is I, it, it kind of reminds me of when she first got into um, martial arts and mixed martial arts because she would uh, you know Michael Bisping that's her, that's her guy right you know the count He's fucking handsome. He's English. Uh, he's got. He's in great shape. He's hyper intelligent. Has a great brand. Has a podcast that's doing really well on Gas Digital Network. Believe you me, is the name of it. And that that was like kind of her introduction. And it was a great introduction because that's uh, so accessible for even a, a casual fan that's uh you know you're gonna you're gonna watch more fights because of that one individual so that's my beat that's my story and i'm sticking to it i'm really excited for these fights uh dc and stipe nate diaz yoel romero Corey sanhagen uh, versus Rafael sunsau is Man, those are definitely ones that I don't want to miss, but I'm not, I'm not going to miss any because I want to be able to talk about them and take notes so I can do a podcast for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to get out of here because I have another podcast to get to. Much love. I've been Nate. You've been great. Thanks for nerding and learning with me.